Hello, and welcome to another lesson on soundproofing. Today is going to be a bit of a story time. Uh, I have some wisdom, some hard-learned lessons that I've learned with my own HVAC system. Uh, three years after building my studio, I'm now encountering some major problems with the Mr. Cool Mini Split System. And in this video, I'm going to explain what they are, what's going on, and how you can avoid them. Uh, so use this video if you're building a home recording studio. Use it as a way to, to glean some of that experience from me so that even if this is your first studio, hopefully you're going to build it right. And hopefully all these videos continue to teach you and give you the knowledge that I'm learning the hard way. Before we jump in, uh, as always, I, I want to keep giving you guys as much information as, as I can. And one of the ways, the best, most efficient ways to do that is to listen and watch my free soundproofing workshop at soundproofyourstudio.com slash workshop. That's soundproofyourstudio.com slash workshop. Uh, this workshop will go through everything that I've learned in terms of how to build a studio right from the first from the get-go, first time through. Uh, and it's 40 minutes of in-depth teaching. At the end, there's really nothing to sell you. I'm giving everything away for free. The only way I make any money in this living is through um, consulting and actually designing and building studios for you. So everything is free. I'm just giving you guys something. There's no no weird sort of like email sequence where you're like, oh my gosh, she's trying to sell me something. So no courses, nothing like that. All right, so now that I've got that out of the way, um, let's jump into this lesson on my, my Mr. Cool mini split nightmare, which I'm still currently in. All right, here we go. Okay, so it all started, some of you who have watched this channel for a long time may know this, but uh, I'm just gonna reiterate it for some of you who are new here. When I built my home recording studio in my backyard, uh, the Mr. Cool mini split, they sell it at Home Depot. It's easy to get here in the States. I always used to recommend it. And the reason was is because it's affordable. It's about $1,200 now to buy the mini split and the condenser outside unit. And technically you don't need an HVAC tech to install it because the refrigerant lines, which is the line set that connects the outside unit and the inside unit, come what's known as pre-charged, meaning you can use some special tools uh, and read the manual and you can just connect the line sets and the refrigerant that's inside the condenser unit outside will just go into the line set once you connect it and it'll all run perfectly. And, and that's what happened for the first three years of my Mr. Cool mini split. And I was like, this is awesome. It was actually running fairly quiet and it had a quiet mode. And if it was really like loud or you wanted it to be super quiet in your studio, you could just turn it off during the take. And it was like, oh, this is awesome. So why is this a nightmare? Well, just about this last fall, uh, my mini split stopped working. It was it was running, but there was no heating or cooling going on. And it turns out that was because there was a power surge on my entire electrical grid. And I remember actually being in here during a writing session and the power, like the lights flickered, then they went down. I've never seen this before. They like went really low, then they got really bright, then low, then bright, then low. And then it like, then everything went out. So it was a crazy surge. It luckily didn't fry my musical equipment, but it definitely fried the logic board on the condenser of the mini split outside. Now, what I should have done, and this is the first lesson to you, is I should have installed a surge protector on 
the mini split itself. So this is a surge protector. If, if you have a, any HVAC unit in your home, I highly recommend doing this. It's get an HVAC technician to install a surge protector on your unit, on the air handler unit, on the compressor, the condenser, just get it so that if there's a surge from your electric service, which we can't control, the surge protector will take the brunt of the surge and it won't destroy your logic board or your compressor. This happened not only to my mini split, but I also replaced my compressor of my main house unit as well. And that was like an $800 repair. This was like another several hundred dollar repair. So I'll save you some money by just first lesson, install that surge protector. Now, I talked to Mr. Cool about all this and what ended up happening is that they have fairly lackluster customer service, which is pretty standard these days. And it took about three weeks for them, myself, and a long email communication thread that was super confusing uh, with my HVAC contractor to finally figure out that it's under warranty and they're just gonna send a brand new compressor out. Awesome. So then I get Henry, my contractor, again, this is DIY, I, didn't, I wanted to save some money. So he installed the new compressor. Now, fast forward to today or this week, and it's getting cold here in Nashville. And I'm like, you know what? That unit is not putting out heat anymore. And uh, so we installed the unit with Henry and it was working fine. I was like, yes, solution. It's all great. Um, but then what happened is that over two weeks, the unit stopped producing heat. And I had a tech come out yesterday and he said that your unit looks like it doesn't have enough refrigerant in the lines. Now, I know this is a long-winded story, but I'm getting to the point and I'll teach you all about what I'm learning. And all this experience is teaching me things that you shouldn't do, which essentially is that when we had installed the Mr. Cool compressor a second time with the same existing line set, we kind of didn't do it right. And this is because we're not HVAC technicians. I'm not blaming my contractor. He didn't know, I didn't know. But after talking to another HVAC contractor, he seems to think that when we installed the new uh, condenser, that the line sets probably got dirty and that contamination in the line set is causing all the problems with the refrigerant. And he said that once the contamination, dirt, whatever, gets inside the line set and starts circulating through the system, it causes all sorts of problems. And whether that's true or not is yet to be decided still. It could either be a leak in the line set. And the one guy said that maybe when we were building it, we put the line set through the walls. So you can see in the video here from my build how we're installing the Mr. Cool Mini Split through the walls. I don't recommend this anymore. And the reason is that if you ever have a leak, you can't get to the line set without ripping out your double wall soundproof studio, which is not what we wanna do. So put the line sets on the outside of your studio. That's the first thing. The second thing is we should have I should have hired an HVAC technician to install the compressor because they might have had the foresight to clean the line or at least tell me, hey, you're gonna have a dirty line set if you put this new compressor in. Um, they would have had known what to do, whereas people who are not skilled and have experience in the HVAC industry, we, we don't have the foresight to think through all these complicated things and nor should we. This is why there's a special to, specialist to do this. And this is why I'm kind of leaning towards the DIY approach with HVAC. It might lead to thousands and thousands of dollars in repairs, which is happening to me down the line. Uh, and I saved, you know, I saved that money up front, but now I'm paying it out in the end and I'm dealing, I'm losing time. I'm, lo I'm going to be freezing my butt off in here next week when it gets down to four degrees here in Nashville. So you can see that the wisdom here is you get what you paid for. 
So that's kind of the story in a nutshell. And now I'm going to talk about the solutions and what I should have done and what I still might do and what's the best practice for home recording studios, regardless of your budget. Um, the more I do this, the more I realize, you know, we want to do everything cheaply. We want to do everything under budget. You know, we want it. We want our cake and we, we want to have our cake and eat it too, is that stupid saying. And it's, it's so true. You get what you pay for. You can't have your cake and eat it too. These are two sayings that are true for a reason. And I'm leaning into it more and more. Uh, and these DIY Mr. Cool systems, they might work great. They might. Everything might work perfectly. If this had never happened to me, I would be like, Mr. Cool, Mr. Cool, it's amazing. I love Mr. Cool. But the problem is it did happen to me. The system broke. I had a power surge. I replaced the compressor, didn't clean the lines, didn't know that you needed to clean the lines. And now here I am stuck in this situation because I didn't hire the experts on the front end and I didn't buy the right equipment on the front end. The next thing we need to learn is the difference between a ducted mini split and a ductless mini split. What you have seen in my videos throughout this whole time and what I install in a lot of people's studios up to this point have been ductless mini splits, meaning it's just the head unit that sits on the wall. There's no duct work involved. And then you just have your compressor outside and that's it. And there's a line set that connects the condenser and the mini split head. And the whole system is beautiful and simple. And you just connect it. It's DIY and you buy it at Home Depot. Awesome. The problem is that these units are actually louder than you think. One of the things I've noticed is once the mini split went out, it's like it's so much quieter in my soundproof studio. I didn't realize how loud that thing was, even though it was like rated for quiet mode and all this stuff, it's still putting out a good amount of noise. So that's one negative thing. The other negative thing is that you have to have two separate systems regardless. So you have your, your duct ductless mini split giving you heat and cooling in your room, but it provides no fresh air. And we know from soundproofing that we want to make an airtight room, which means you need to have circulation of fresh air. Otherwise you get too much CO2 and you're going to feel head, get headaches, lethargy, you know, just bad things in general. So you have to build a separate ventilated duct system regardless. And with the ERV or the HRV, or at least bring some fresh air from another room in your house and circulate in and out of your studio. So a, a common solution that's been around for ages in the home recording studio and professional recording studio market is to incorporate your air handler unit with a fresh air system, send it through some baffle boxes or sound attenuation boxes and send it in the studio, keep the ductwork really large so that you don't hear the air, the sound of the air blowing through the vents. And, and that's the solution. And that's what I did with my ventilation system. So the best thing I could have done is forgo the duct, the ductless system and get a ducted mini split. Now, if you search on Google right now for ducted mini split, you will see a picture that looks kind of like this one. I'll, I'll throw a picture up here in this video. And it's, it's an air handler unit. It doesn't have the whole like wall mount. It doesn't look that nice because it's meant to go in attics or it can go in an exchange room, a mechanical closet, for example, in your house, similar to how your air handler unit in your house would be in like a basement closet or in your basement or something like that. Same idea. But the cool thing about the, the duct ducted mini splits is that they're super efficient. You get all the benefits of the efficiency of a mini split. You also get the benefits of it maybe costing a little less than a traditional big air handler unit. And you also can incorporate that ducted mini split into your ERV or HRV fresh air system. And then you can run the mini split duct work and the fresh air ductwork together, connect them at a Y, and then send that into your baffle box, send it through the baffle box into your studio, and you get fresh, 
cool or warm, depending on the season, air into your studio and it's quiet and you don't have to deal with the stupid Mr. Cool, <laughs> I'm clearly annoyed, mini split. You don't have to hear it. Everything's great. So why didn't I do that at the beginning? Same as you. I didn't do it because it was cheaper and easier to go to Home Depot and spend $1,200 and put it in yourself. Easy, right? But not easy. In the long run, it's costing me so much time. It's costing me so much money, potentially. And uh, I wish I hadn't done it. And I don't want it for you either. So now when I design studios for my own clients, I'm really going to push um, a ducted mini split system and I'm going to size it correctly. That's the other thing is like, you know, I have a one ton unit, meaning 12,000 BTU. It's oversized for this room. I have 276 square feet in here. I should have done a three quarter ton unit at 9,000 BTU. At the time, they didn't have a 9,000 BTU DIY model. So of course I oversized my unit. I think I'm saving money. And then I have problems with, you know, humidity in the uh, summertime and it being too dry in here in the wintertime. That's partially because the unit's oversized. So I'm telling you, I've learned all this. I've thought about it endlessly. It keeps me up at night and I don't want it to happen to you. So that's why I'm making this video. So I also recommend that you get a Mitsubishi unit. Spend the money. Buy the best of class. Don't buy a cheap Mr. Cool brand. They, they have cheap they're cheap for a reason. The reason is that they skimp out on their products and they have terrible customer service. <laughs> Everything about cheap means that they have to cut money in other places to be able to make a profit off of it. Mitsubishi has been around every single HVAC tech I've talked to, and I've probably talked to about five, literally five HVAC techs about this. They all say Mitsubishi or Fujitsu are the brands they work with and in their experience are the best, the most reliable. They never have to deal with them. So yes, you spend a little bit more money, maybe $1,000 more, maybe $2,000 more on the unit. But in the long run, you know you're not going to spend $10,000, $20,000 repairing it over the years. So keep that in mind. This DIY model, as much as I'm for it, I don't totally believe in it because I like to think long term. I like to think whole picture. And I'm starting to realize that when you cut, try to save money up front, you're gonna get it in the back end. It's gonna come back to bite you someday. So this is a long-winded conversation, but I think, I hope my intention is that it's helped you to understand this more in depth, understand where I'm coming from, understand how you don't wanna be in my shoes. You don't wanna have to deal with what I'm dealing with. It's not fun. So do it right. Get the ducted mini split or incorporate your air handler unit in your house. But do not use these ductless, cheapo, Mr. Cool brand mini splits if you can. I highly, I highly recommend that you do not use them anymore. Uh, and this is from my own experience as you've just learned why. So in conclusion, what have we learned today? Number one, put a surge protector on all of your HVAC units in your house. Just all of them, studio or not, just do it. Trust me, it's worth it. Spend the money, do it. Number two, Saving money on the front end does not save you money in the long run. It could actually cost you more money in the long run. So think long term. Don't get stuck on the here and now. You're building something that could last 50 years. Think long term. Buy the top brand models. Spend the money. It's well worth it. Buy Mitsubishi. Buy Fujitsu. If you buy a cheaper model, you know you're going to end up with worse tech support, people who don't have experience working on them, and potentially just cheaper products overall inside the unit down to the copper wires, down to all the electronics. Everything will just be cheaper and poorly made. Lastly, use a ducted system, not a ductless system. If you absolutely have to use a 
ductless mini split, keep the line set outside of your studio walls. So that means running it hidden along the outside of your building, or if it's inside your house, running it on the outside wall, keeping them, you know, available for technicians to look and inspect them for leaks as best as you can. Also, try not to buy the Mr. Cool units, buy the Mitsubishi Fujitsu brands and look for the units that have the the most silent ratings, but those Mitsubishi ones, they have higher SEER ratings, they're going to be quieter, they're going to be better built. So overall, you're going to be happier in the long run um, with that. Okay, so this was a long, fun video to make, but I hope you have enjoyed this. I hope uh, you learn a lot from this. And as you're building your studios, please heed my advice. Even though it hurts your wallet up front, it will pay you back in dividends in the long run. That said, if you're interested in building your soundproof home recording studio, check out my free soundproofing workshop at soundproofyourstudio.com workshop. That is soundproofyourstudio.com workshop. For those of you who had finished this video, good on you. You're on the right track. And uh, thanks for tagging along here today. I'll see you all next week with more information on soundproofing and room acoustics.